Great news for fans of grassroots motorsport. The CNC Heads Championship Sports Saloon Championship gets underway again this Saturday. Great news for fans of sports saloon racing. I'm delighted that championship coordinator John Leck joins me on the line. John, I, I guess it's in no small measure you're quite excited about the start of this uh, season, your 38th campaign. That's correct, yes. Uh, 38 years. We started back in 1984 uh, and we've been going ever since then with good grids the whole time and this year's we're up to uh, 30, 30, 35 for our first first meeting. John, tell me a little bit about the, the history of the of the championship. Uh, well, basically, as I said, it started back in 1984. Um, I th the, the basics were then that there were a lot of modified saloon and sports cars sitting in people's garages as the championships of those days, the Wendy Wool Special Saloons and STP Modified Sports Car Championships, were were sort of dying. They were being taken over by uh, uh, competitors with lots of money. So we decided to put together a championship that basically any car that would uh, could be identified as a saloon, sports or GT car would be eligible. Uh, and we started with grids of a dozen. We tweaked the regulations over the first dozen years or so. And then basically for the last 20 years, the regulations have been the same and allow any car that is identifiable as a production car designed for the road but modified either to a small extent in the modified classes or ultimately do what you like in the special classes. And, and what sort of um, makes and models have, have been the most successful in uh, in the championship? Uh, going over the years, it started originally and it was mostly tin tops, so saloon cars uh, and Lotus Elans, Darians, Davrians, that type of car. Uh, and as you move into the, uh, the 21st century, it became more based on not kit cars, but cars that look like Westfields and Caterhams, uh, Spires. Uh, they became quite successful. And we've got a, quite a few Ginettas out there. Uh, and uh, some of the big boys, the Sakers, they're, they're all very successful in, in Class A. But it, it changes year by year. And because it's a class-based championship, it doesn't matter whether you're in the, um, the slower class, Class F, running a Mini or, or a Mazda, or in the, the Class A with the Sakers, you've each all got an equal chance of winning the championship. Mm. That's a heck of a paddock, isn't it, for for fans of motorsport who want to come along and uh, eventually, when when we're when they're allowed to come back, and bring their cameras and, and photograph such a range of uh, of race cars. Absolutely, yes. I mean, there's cars that um, are almost production, and then you've got some of the really exotic cars, the Sakers. And some returnees, Simon Alloway is threatening to come back this year with his Lotus Esprit with a Chevy engine in it. So there's, there's lots of cars to see in the paddock. And, and as the commentator often says, when the grid lines up, an eclectic group of sports and saloon cars. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the calendar starts at uh, Alton Park. Uh, first of three visits to Alton Park. Cadwell, Croft, Donington and uh, Knock Hill, a trip up to uh, Scotland, which gives fans all around the country to uh, to come and see uh, this uh, hugely successful championship. Yeah, yes. I mean, basically, we are a North northwest based championship and 
Bolton Park is our spiritual home. Um, and I should add that Anglesey, uh, we've been going to for 21 years, but unfortunately the uh, COVID restrictions uh, meant that we haven't been able to go, didn't, weren't able to go last year. And this year we haven't been able to uh, have a, a date that was agreeable to everybody. So we're not going there this year. But outside of Bolton Park, we always have three or four uh, what we call away rounds, sort of northern based. I don't think a lot of our competitors want to go uh, south of Donington Park, but Donington, Cadwell, Croft, and this year, Knock Hill are our regular haunts and our away rounds, yes. Mm. And you have many returning drivers year after year, don't you? But also some, some rookies coming in, It's which is a good mix uh, every year, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, the strength of the championship is that we have a stable number of competitors who, who have raced for the last six, eight, 10, 12 years regularly. And there's always a few that finish at the end of the season, go away to build new cars or, or fix cars that they've, they've uh, bent and come back. And more importantly, or as importantly, we're, we're always bringing in the newcomers. Um, youngsters, there's a couple of young guys, Connor Modro was a, a not quite sure how old he is, but he's early 20s. He's been a regular now for two or three seasons. And this season, um, Chris Marries, who is certainly not a youngster. Chris, is, Chris, I, I, I won't divulge his age, um, but he's competed in over 200 CNC Heads race, races. And his grandson is entered Fulton Park at the first round. So it's the first time that we'll have a... a, a, a grandson and grandfather in the same race we've had father and son we've had brothers i haven't had a brother sister yet um but we'll be the first grand grandfather grandson in the race wow i wonder how competitive that gets over the uh, the sunday dinner table um is uh, and last year's uh, talk, John, talking of returning drivers, um, last uh, weekend's uh, opening round, Jamie Cryer returned uh, in his Ginetta, and I believe he was uh, successful laying down a marker for this season. Uh, yes, uh, Jamie was very proud to have number one on his car, being the uh, champion from last year, and he, he was uh, successful in winning his class, Class class E. Um, and other, other returnees, Paul Rose, won the race, in his sake from John Wolfe and a long-time competitor, Paul Dobson. So it was a very successful weekend. 33, 34 cars on the grid. Um, the only downside was that a little bit of early season uh, unreliability struck. So uh, there were a few, uh, a few pit callers. But, uh, <laughs> but luckily, no, uh, no damaged cars and everyone's round to go on uh, June the 12th back at Ulton Park when we're... Um, I was going to say uh, the supporting uh, race for the Brit cars, but I think I'll turn that round and say that they're the supporting race for us. And uh, as yet, of course, uh, fans not allowed back to trackside, but we're keeping our fingers crossed that that is going to happen. Uh, but fans of the series can, I know, keep up to uh, up to date uh, on your website. But also, um, are they able to hear a, a commentary maybe through the TSL Timing uh, website? Uh, yes, the TSL uh, website, there's a button on there to uh, link into the um, circuit commentary if, uh, if there is a circuit commentator. And there's news articles on the website, and we're looking at um, using in-car video 
which we're capturing at uh, the race meetings and putting that on a YouTube channel in the future. So we're looking at uh, getting more interest uh, in the championship out to the uh, to the fans so they can see a bit more of what's going on in a in a and one place to go to rather than just dredging around the internet to find uh, clips of cars. John, as we all know, uh, motorsport relies uh, on sponsorship and uh, particularly uh, your championship sponsor is returning for their 14th year, which you must be delighted at. Yes, absolutely thrilled. Uh, CNC Heads, owned by a regular competitor of over 100, probably getting 150 races now, Rick Wood. He's been our sponsor for the last, as you say, 13 years. This is the 14th year. Uh, and it, it's great because uh, he supports the championship and his name is uh, around the circuits and uh, we we're, we're as part he's part of the family and without his support the championship would not be in the situation it is at the moment and uh, actually this year we've uh, introduced another partner uh, CSP car service packs who um, is it's owned by Graham Laslett another competitor of the championship uh, and they're uh, putting their toes in the water this year with a bit of uh, sponsorship uh, but below uh, CNC Heads who are our, our headline sponsor and it, it's fair to say that this championship is one of the few championships in the country that is actually known as the CNC Heads Championship i.e. the sponsor's name is really the title of the, the race series uh, whenever it's listed it's listed as CNC Heads as opposed to BARC Northwest Sports Loon Championship which is a uh, a really good thing for our sponsors and the championship. Having watched this for, for so long and I'm involved for, for so long, uh, John, have you have you had a favourite? Have you got a favourite uh, car and competitor? Uh, no. I think it would be unfair of me to say I have a favourite car or competitor. <laughs> My favourite car and competitor is those that enter regularly. Uh, so I suppose I've got 30 or 40 uh, uh, favourites. It, it's, a, it's a family championship. Everyone enjoys themselves. We have, we have a lot of fun. Uh, it's competitive on the track. Uh, sometimes it gets a little bit um, close to the bone, but very rarely. Um, elbows out racing, I think they call it. Don't uh, well, yes, yeah, so <laughs> elbows out might, might be a bit harsh, but um, you know they won't give a quarter, and no quarters asked. But um, certainly, it's very rare that uh, cars have any contact, and that is definitely frowned upon. And that's one of the strengths is that people see the championship. Uh, as the ability to come and race with people who are who are firm but fair and, and body contact is definitely not um, not tolerated in any way, shape or form. Sure. It's I mentioned at the, the top of our chat, John, about grassroots motorsport. And uh, and this is one of the championships under the BARC uh, umbrella. Um, and it's important to the whole of motorsport, isn't it? Because it keeps the fans engaged, but it gets people closer to the racing and involved in the racing. And it's it's hugely important to the, the whole um, structure, if you like, uh, of the infrastructure of motorsport, things like the, this championship. Yes, I think you're right. I mean, there are a lot of fans who enjoy the championship uh, and with the CNC Heads Championship, together with all the other grassroots championship, we have a lot of race meetings throughout the year uh, where we're racing and it allows fans to come and see us. It also allows marshals to get out there and carry out their sport in their way on the bank or a scrutineers or timekeepers or lots of um, 
different roles and responsibilities that officials and marshals can take. And without grassroots motorsport, and if it was just down to, I think what they call today, elite championships like the touring cars and special G and the GTs, the opportunities for people to go out on the bank or to timekeep, etc., uh, will be very limited. So, you know, there's a lot of people get involved with motorsport over and above the hundred or so competitors that come out at a, at a race meeting. What an excellent uh, point you make, particularly uh, with regard to the marshals, because as we all know, without the marshals, there, there is no motor racing. Um, you've been going for 38 years, John, um, and I'm sure that you sit there and think, is this season going to be the best season? Is it going to be a better season? How do we do we maintain that excitement and that interest? Um, is that the case for this year? And are you already thinking about next year and, and the year beyond uh, and how you're going to keep up the momentum of, of what's obviously and clearly a very successful and exciting championship? It's a very pertinent and interesting question, that, because every year when we can see that registrations are coming in in a healthy manner, we always, well, I always look and a group of us on the championship committee think, yep, OK, we should have another successful season. If success is defined by... Um, cars on the grid which is one form of success but I always at the back of my mind there's a there but for the grace of God go I uh, and things can change and it did 15 or 20 years ago where the numbers will drop off so we're always looking to um, sustain the championship as it is now and look in the future for ways of improving it and we're only this year we're starting to look at different ways of getting more more partners involved in the championship, maybe looking at additional class in the championship to pull in other cars that are popular out there, but not yet racing necessarily in, in our championship. And we always have a feedback loop with the drivers, uh, asking for their thoughts. We can't obviously uh, agree with all of them, but we have discussions about it. And things do change in an evolutionary manner rather than revolutionary. Um, with stability in class structure and type of cars involved being the, the key point. And one rule that we have as a committee that we will not change the regulations to exclude current competitors. They might have to change the class, but we, will, we don't want to exclude people who have been regulars in the championship. What about you, John? Have you been a competitor in, in this series? Have you been a, a motor sport competitor in your in your past? Well, it's an easy answer to that, no. <laughs> because because I haven't got enough money. It's not a cheap sport. Even, even at grassroots level, motorsport um, is expensive. Um, and uh, with with family commitments and work commitments, I uh, I couldn't possibly uh, compete. But do you stand on the pit wall watching the cars go past and think I'd love to get strapped into that and and go around Alton Park? It, it's interesting. One of our competitors uh, has offered me a a uh, trip around the track at one of the um, publicity days at Alton Park, which we haven't been able to do because of COVID restrictions for the last couple of years. So uh, maybe they'll get me uh, in, a, in a car at one point. But uh, I, I, I said that I, I couldn't afford it, but I also don't think I'd be very good at it either. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm good at organising administration, but not necessarily good at, at, at fast race driving. I'll stick to, they, can, they can do the driving, I'll do the organising, and then uh, we, make a, we make a good team. 
You never know. The bug might bite, and you, you'll do that. Uh, those laps uh, around Alton Park, climb out, remortgage your house, and start racing yourself. Uh, no, there's certain people around here that wouldn't allow that to happen, and I'm, I'm a little bit old for that as well. <laughs> never too old. Never too old, uh, John. Certainly never too old to be as passionate and enthusiastic about it um, as clearly you are. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to catch up with you. Very best of luck uh, with the season starting this weekend. Hopefully the weather's going to hold out for you, and I'm sure that your 38th season is going to be your best yet. Um, so for now, John Leck, many many thanks. <laughs> 